My Get Up and Go on SAFM. Influential people doing well in their respective fields. We're joined this morning by Patrick Mashango in studio. He is an internationally certified digital marketing professional and he was certified by Digital Marketing Institute in in Ireland. And he's also one of the top three co-founders of Varsity TV, a youth marketing platform for brands to effectively reach the student's market. A very good morning to you. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Now, Patrick, we start off this feature every morning by asking our guests, what's your get up and go, the daily routine that gets you up and going? Yeah, I don't have a routine, so to speak, you know, but uh, there's a couple of things that I do before I start my day. Yeah, what are those? Mostly it's uh, gym. Um, I read sometimes if I don't feel like going to the gym. I just grab a book and read a chapter or two, then get ready for what I need to do in that day, so mm-hmm. it's quite a yeah. There's no specific thing because oh, I don't <laughs> think it's about being a specific thing. That was not really the question. It's yeah. really more about you. You know, it's it's yeah. about you and what you do. You know, yeah. If I if I don't run, I go to gym. If I don't go to gym, I read a book. You read a book, then I start my day. Tell us more about you. Where you come from? Where's home? Um, come from a small village called uh, Poco Village. It's in Denalton. Uh, formerly known as Pumalanga, but now it's first under Limpopo. So that's where I grew up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, I was born in Pretoria. Then I spent my childhood in Denilton before coming to Joburg. How was that? It was a beautiful experience, man. Um, so growing up in a village, there's not really much to do. But what it really does to you, it teaches you the discipline, teaches you respect for other people. Um, yeah, just humble beginnings, you know, and I was just fortunate enough that, um, I, I was raised by my uncle, so I knew that the only way out of the village was to, was through education and that's where I put most of my effort and that's what I was encouraged also to do, mm-hmm. to do well in school so that I can come up here and chase the gold. I was still digging for the gold though. You still do <laughs> Okay, tell us more about what you wanted to be initially before you got into um, the world of digital marketing. Those initial days before you were even exposed to all of that. Sure. Back in the high in, in high school, at some point I wanted to be in the entertainment industry. Um, I've always had a thing for TV, for radio. Um, Entertainment, I mean, the whole entertainment industry. But then back home, they didn't encourage me to do anything or to study anything to do with uh, entertainment. So then I was like, okay. Um, It was a time when IT also was at the peak. IT and HR, you know, people were speaking about them as like a top two um, careers to follow. Then I ended up enrolling for IT here at uh, at the University of Johannesburg. then in my first year, I started doing promotions, and that's when I got exposed to to marketing. Then I changed my course from marketing to, I mean, from IT to information management, so that I can measure in marketing. Then did my honors in marketing, and that's how I I ended up in marketing. But back in high school, if you asked me if I wanted to do marketing or digital marketing, I would have said no. <laughs> You'd have definitely, because, because I, I suppose our um, career guidance sometimes is limited. 
Absolutely, absolutely. There's a, there's a huge gap there, and I think even our teachers back in high school will, at some point, I remember because I was I did debate in high school and I was so good in in, in debate, and my my high school teacher was like, Patrick, when are you must study law? Mm. You must be a lawyer. <laughs> Why we argumentative? <laughs> Yo, always, always, and I was always on the opposition side, so I used to like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, back in high school, I, I wouldn't have said I'm gonna I'm gonna end up in marketing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you did, you know, and mm. and you completed your um your masters, the MCom. Yes, in yes, yes. in in um business management in 2017 yes. and uh you did your masters in the use of social media data by south african retailers and yeah. so you you've you've done a lot of um work just in terms of understanding markets and Absolutely. understanding industries um the world is ever changing tell us about how digital trends are now affecting or impacting the way we market to consumers um everyone right now the, the buzzing word is that um the days of traditional radio traditional tv um somewhat numbered mm-hmm. right but uh, the reality is actually funny uh yesterday i attended an event where we had like the likes of gareth cliff speaking there um the thing is with data it can do anything what anyone wants it to do for themselves. And when we talk about data, we have to be clear that there's different types of data. There's data information. Yeah. So we're talking about data information. There's data, the thing that enables you to go online. Okay, data. <laughs> so we must be clear which data are we talking about. We're speaking about the data for of uh, information. Right. So that's what we're speaking about. And in terms of marketing, everyone is like, digital is the is the way to go but mm-hmm. if you think about it digital is the future but if you think about it the realities of south africa is with the data cost the one that allows you to connect to the internet being high a lot of people are still marginalized don't mm-hmm. have access to internet you know whenever I go home in december or whenever the first thing my uncle does in the morning he blasts out the radio crazy mm. fm you know mm. and that's the reality of many South Africans, actually millions of South Africans in this day. So if we were to say, let's all put our money into digital marketing, then we'll be leaving out a huge market out there because there's a lot of people that still consume traditional media. I don't watch TV personally, mm. but I know that at back home, people watch TV. And how do you, as a marketer, reach out to those people? So traditional and digital media complement each other mm-hmm. in a way that um, you're speaking to different markets at the, at the, same, at the time. same time yeah, yeah. you know they're not mutually exclusive you know mm-hmm. we all know that TV radio traditional TV and traditional radio are good for reach mm. but if you want to convert into other things then uh, digital is, is the way to go and would you not say digital is more of a youth platform because you know that's who is online more than your elders and the way that digital works these days is that these young kids you know the youth they are more digitally savvy you know they know what's going on there so you can do all your different marketing tricks so to call it whereas it would get lost on an older platform or on an older audience absolutely the youth is um it's mostly the ones that are 
active on 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 on, on these digital platforms. Mm-hmm. However, I feel like what I've seen is that everything starts with the youth. Mm. If you think about it, you know, um, Facebook it was the youth, but if you see now, the majority of people that are on Facebook is actually a much older. Okay. Yes, because all our parents are asking us to set up <laughs> accounts for, for them. The <laughs> <laughs> and then they discover the world you know, of Facebook. And then they, then they start asking you, why are you posting these things? Then they start yes. wanting to parent you. Yeah, absolutely. And that's why most people block their parents. They're like, yeah. no, actually, yeah. I don't want you to follow me. So, yeah, actually, yeah, my aunt is on Facebook now. I don't want to raise me up. Yeah. She's like in the 50s now, 50s. And she's posting stuff. And she's like, likes, likes all my posts, <laughs> all my posts on, on, on Facebook and stuff like that. Yes. You know, they're on WhatsApp. They watch your stories. Hey, you, you're and they comment. <laughs> you know, or sometimes they don't say anything until you go home. They're like, hey, well, why did you post that? Don't you think a lot of people know things uh more things about you now because you're putting your life out there. And, yes, and, and yes. So it's it's really interesting. The youth, yes, is on um, social media, but we're starting to see also more of our parents now playing in that space. Absolutely. You know? And they're playing, but what I like about them, they're playing in a very different way. Yeah. Like, for instance, my grandmother asked me to set up the Bible app for her. Oh, yeah? You know, because she's tired of carrying around this big Bible. Sure. You know, she just wants to go to the app yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, yeah, yeah. and click. She's like, when I'm in church and they're calling out the scriptures, I just want to tap, tap, tap. Wow. That's <laughs> actually like, interesting. Yes. Though. I you mean, know? that's also, that shows the shift. In demographics from uh, um, in the use of these platforms. Absolutely. Yeah. And um, unfortunately, though, the, the, the phone wasn't working too well at the time, so we needed to fix a few things. Yeah, yeah. But for me, it was interesting that she, she conceptualized the idea of an app, you know, and, and then that, you know, there's a Bible app, yes. and that, you know, she can use the Bible and read from her phone. I oh. thought, okay, that's very impressive, <laughs> Grandmother. No, it is. <laughs> it is. It is. They're moving with the times. They're moving with the times, yeah. you know what I'm saying. And, and, and so you've also then, you know, taken the the time to to start this varsity tv initiative yeah. and you're one of the three co-founders yeah. of it you know how then are you connecting brands to students through varsity tv so just to clarify something varsity tv yes it's something that i started with uh, a good friend a good friend of mine Rafile, and a business partner that invested in the, in the <laughs> business but i'm no longer there okay. right now um i've moved on and but what we we did with Vast TV was really cool stuff because above and beyond connecting brands and students, we gave students a platform to showcase their talents. You mm-hmm. know, in the sense that if they wanted to be a presenter, there was a platform for them. We gave them the resources and they could produce any content they wanted to, mm-hmm. and would put it on the platform. So how were you reaching them? Who the brands or the, the students? The students, the Varsity TV. How did it work? Was it like screens around campus? Was it on their phones? How did it work? So it was screens around campus. Mm-hmm. Um, we put up big plasma screens in the what people call cafeterias. We call it student centers where yeah. students convene to have lunch or buy stuff. Mm. So we put the screens there, like giant screens, and whenever they walk in, they could see what's happening. And in the in between the shows that we created, then we'd have um, brands advertising um, their stuff there. So it was really, it, it's, it's the business is still running and mm. life is still running. It's a very good platform for brands that really want to tap into into the student market. Did you find that they got the exposure that they wanted and it actually helped them to achieve their goals? Because ultimately, clients are looking for return and investment. 
Absolutely. And that's a very interesting question because one of the biggest challenges we had as a business was that um, that's, it was hard to measure in terms of how many people actually saw my ad. You know, and that's the that's the challenge you face and that's what we speak about to even today in marketing is that even though you know there's X amount of cars that pass or that use William Nicole every day, but how many actually people do see um your ad? It's a question of um actually there's an there's an adage in advertising that half of your advertising expenditure is wasted. But <laughs> <laughs> but the it's trick true. is you don't know which one which one is wasted and i think though that the most important thing is just to use your your exposure um levels because if you know that 52000 cars pass william nickel at such a particular time for so many hours then you can at least say to the uh, client yes. this is this is your exposure level yes as to how many people will see it <laughs> intentionally <laughs> We don't, we don't know. know. No. But we know 52,000 people are definitely going to go past there. No, we had the stats. Yeah. And sometimes, actually, that's the beauty of, of, of um, digital, like, meeting traditional platforms. Because mm-hmm. you can, people reach out to you online. They can like your Facebook page and say, hey, actually, I saw something on your screens. I mean, we had people contacting us every day mm. saying, how can, like, especially students and stuff, like, how can I be involved in the platform? This shows that people are actually playing, I mean, paying attention on, yeah. the, on, on, on the platform. But uh, the thing is, obviously, like, if I knew, I know what I, I knew what I know now, like, back in those days, mm-hmm. I would have done something different, be, be different because I'm now exposed and I understand how now, clients think mm. i understand better i understand how agencies package their i mean other media owners package mm. um mm. their thing but it's a it's, how can i put it it was it was a good start yeah. yeah to 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 for us to be exposed to the marketing industry and how things uh work and what clients want patrick let's get back to you <coughs> what inspires you on a daily basis Oh, there's a lot of things that inspire me. Um, firstly, uh, I'm inspired by my peers that are really doing cool stuff in the sense that um, with the emergence of digital media, we can now keep it, keep tabs on each other in terms of what people do and what's possible, you know, because I'm a big believer in exposure, you know, because you cannot aspire to be something that you need exposed to true you know the reason why um we have such high gangsterism in the townships and mm. whatnot because it's those those kids those are the type of people that are that they are only exposed to and, and that's the only life they know that's the only life they know mm. so my inspiration draws from the exposure that i get from the people that are doing really good things and not only for themselves but for other people people that are Putting other people on, people that are opening up the industry for other people. <laughs> <laughs> Open up the industry. All right. Uh, tell me, do you have an inspirational um, quote, not even just inspiration, but a personal quote or mantra that you live by that you can share with our listeners? Um, my uh, my personal mantra is always never average, always awesome. That's what, 
actually one of my mentors sort of impacted me. He said, you know, Pat, you can't be doing things for the sake of doing. You gotta be exceptional. Mm. So never average, always awesome. That's the mantra. All right, I love that. <laughs> and finally, to somebody that's listening to you, Patrick, and they're saying, I wish I could be like you. You found your purpose. You found what you love. You've found what you're into. I'm yeah. still struggling to discover that. I'm not even looking forward to studying this day. What would you say to them? I'd say just try. Mm. You know, try different things. You'll never know if you like caviar, if you if you always order burger and chips. Mm. You have to try different things until you find what really suits your, your taste buds. So the reason why, according to marketing, I was never exposed to it, but I did promotions which exposed me to marketing. Then I was like, actually, I'd like to do this because mm. I feel like it's more me. You know, I hated every minute, every minute doing my assignment, sitting behind a computer, <laughs> writing code. Yeah. You know, I hated that. But, but you, it, you, you got it. Got you somewhere eventually. Yes, absolutely. So hence the exposure part comes in. Digital meets IT meets marketing. It was just you know a match yeah, made in heaven. Absolutely, Patrick Matlango. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. It's, it's been an absolute pleasure. What are your social media handles? So I'm on uh, social media at I am Togozani. That's my personal uh, platform. Otherwise, people can follow uh, Pattern Brands on all major three social media platforms that is facebook instagram and twitter yeah so pattern brands is now the baby that um i'm growing and i'd like a lot of people to be a part of it it's an exciting platform that i'm working on so yeah please check it out patternbrands.com that's the website there you go nine minutes before five o'clock stay with us